Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Roger Roger. As always, I'm Derek. This is Charles here, guys. Super excited to do a deep lore dive today into Wikipedia here on the Roger Roger podcast. Yeah, this one was a lot of fun the first time we did it. We learned about a bunch of weird stuff. We found the mascot for the show, basically. Um, (laughs) So I'm excited to get back into this one. Yeah, you know, I always love these, like, randomly generated things and Star Wars lore. It's just, I'm ready to learn something today, get into it. Um, And last time we got into some real deep cuts of Star Wars lore. and I Some of the deepest. (laughs) (laughs) A whole show we've never even heard about. Yeah. Not even on our radar. So. I know, I know. So I, I'm excited to get into it. Uh, for those of you that don't know what the heck we're talking about, Wikipedia is like the definitive fan-based Wikipedia for everything Star Wars. It has all kinds of Star Wars lore as well as facts about Star Wars. And literally everything is in an article on this on this Wikipedia and they have this lovely random article generator here. So what we're going to do today is Derek and I are going to take turns randomly generating an article from Wikipedia so we can get schooled on some more obscure yeah. Star Wars lore. Or maybe we'll get something popular. I don't know. You never know. Check out our other episode. I mean, what are we going to do if we get one battle droid? <laughs> yeah. Check out we the could. other one. Things got a little kooky off the rails. Um I mean, what happens if we get the B1 battle droid? I don't, I don't know what I we don't, should I, do. We just we shut down the podcast. Shut it down. <laughs> I think that's fair. There's nowhere to go from there. Yeah. I, I, there's And just so you guys know, there's almost 170,000 pages on here. And they're probably going to break that within the month, I think. It's getting very close. It went up a few thousand since the last time we've done it. Oh, yeah. And with all these new shows coming out and all these articles coming out on StarWars.com, it's... Uh, it's quite a bit to get through, so I'm I'm sure this is growing rapidly by the day. And and once like you know, uh, what's the new show coming out? Star Wars uh, Visions. Visions. I was gonna say Legends. I'm like that doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that uh, is a thing. But... <laughs> yeah, it is a thing. But I knew that was the wrong thing. Yes. Yeah, so when that when Visions comes out, it's gonna add to that, and it's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, it's gonna have a whole bunch of anime studio pages and other stuff they've done on there characters it's gonna explode yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah char- and that's not even just the actual show yeah 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 so all right let's yeah. do it let's do it who wants to generate if you guys the first ever w- article Oop. i'll go for it and uh if you guys ever want to do this yourself you go to um wikipedia mm-hmm. you go to navigation articles and then random page that's right it's a little easier on Wikipedia. They make you work for it here. <laughs> but it's well worth the work. So what's that first article that we've got here? I'm going to send it to you right now. All right. Beep, boop, beep. It's generating. There generating. we go. Corin Farrow. Corin Farrow. Corin Farrow. Oh, you're not going to send me an actual who's... link to the page? You're going to just send me the name Corin Farrow? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, search it yourself. No, I copied it and pasted the wrong okay, thing. Okay, here we go. <laughs> okay. All right, making me work for it here. All right, yeah. Corin Farrow, here we are. Yeah. Tell us about Corin Farrow. Yeah. A human male who served as an officer in the Imperial Officer Corps in the early day of the Galactic Empire. 
Following a conspiracy against Darth Vader, ooh, Pharaoh, along with four other officers, oh, this sounds like spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, what's this from though? Um, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, twelve. So hopefully you're not reading that. Dark Lord of the Sith, twelve. That sounds like one of the older comic. Oh no, it's 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 one of the Marvel comic books. Yeah, uh, I vaguely remember this. Now, is this like the actual Darth Vader comic that came out in the past couple years? Is this the 12th edition of that? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's some bona fide spoilers. But anyway, he's he's just an obscure character in the Darth Vader comics. And it is canon, which is, I think, an important distinction to make here. Uh, What else do we know about good old Corrin Farrow? Sounds like Colin Colin Farrell, isn't that an Colin actor? Farrell. <laughs> Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. I'm getting all my all my actors confused. Your Pharaohs. Uh, you and he died an... by force choke, it looks like here. His picture. Mm. <laughs> Vader uh, is taken out of There's bunch a of pretty them. grisly scene here. Yeah, let's see. Human male. He was an officer. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, he appeared in Dark Lord of the Sith. Interesting. Called into the on Coruscant. We were just talking about Coruscant and what they were doing with it after Order 66, you know? And it looks like they were still holding meetings and stuff there. Uh, where do you see Coruscant? Oh, died? Yeah, but it's at the bottom. Like, they were holding meetings there, and, it, and Palpatine was there. Oh, well, it was still the center of galactic power. For It was mm-hmm. the, basically the chair of the Emperor, other than when he was, like, flying around. On his uh, Super Star Destroyer. That's where the Senate was still, I'm pretty sure. It was a pretty uh, happening place. And we were just, like you said, just talking about how we wish we saw more um, Imperial Coruscant. We haven't really seen much. Some stuff in yeah. Legends back when there was like Coruscant. But uh, yeah. not yet. <laughs> It seems like uh, Corin Farrow is involved in these in this conspiracy against Darth Vader inside the um, inside the Empire in in the Vader comics. And I had the first couple editions of the Vader comics. I really enjoyed them. You you read a few of them too, right, Derek? I read up until I got a stack of them. I've definitely again. This came out in what maybe five years ago, so I don't remember. Yeah, it forget when Vader but, number one dropped, but that was a big deal when that came out. Yeah, no, and it was. A, I read a sizable. I read basically um, up until I moved, so it was a while. Because then I didn't have my comic book shop, and I never got them online. I could have, but I never never followed through. Right. Um. But I but, read a, quite a bit of them. Yeah, I'd recommend them. I thought they were good. And it brings an interesting perspective to Vader's uh, motives outside of following Palpatine's orders, like what he was up to. And something I really liked was there were other Empire characters that kind of like were the same rank as him and even outranked him. And there were like power struggles with different Imperial officers that I thought was really interesting about vader comics and like one of his biggest mm-hmm. rivals in the early comics was a like an imperial officer and I, I i don't know i just thought that was really interesting it is it is interesting the thing is i always found it a little silly because he could just kill them 
<laughs> but you know would the bureaucracy of the empire. I'm but sure. But nobody is... would do anything. He could skirt <laughs> all the. What's the empire uh, emperor going to slap him on the wrist? Like <laughs> maybe he, I don't he, know. The empire. The, the emperor is powerful, man. You don't want to cross the emperor. Yeah, he would zap him a few times. And it would be fine. <laughs> it's a few zaps. There's a, a little negative yeah. reinforcement there, but. Uh, no, uh, so that's interesting. A little, a little actual uh, canon character here for us. I, I didn't read this far invader, so I, I I should pick up more of those comics. I would love to. Yeah, I'm I would Vader recommend fan. it. Awesome. Well, that was the first, the that was the first article generated for us today. Corin Farrow. There's nothing here mentioning his. Um, like uh, that it's an homage to uh colin uh what's his name colin fair colin farrell Fer- colin farrell thank you now i'm not i know pharaoh <laughs> and is wrong so my brain doesn't want to say the right okay colin farrell yeah i think it is though i think it is how could it not? maybe maybe it looks like him i'm trying to maybe no this the picture doesn't right. really show sure who colin it is it's, it's like the picture on the article for corn pharaoh is a group of people uh, so I'm, I'm not sure which I'm assuming one is it's the guy in the actually front, him. But maybe. Uh, oh, and uh, there's also a cool quote by Vader. He said, um, although he had suspicions on the conspirators, he would always survive. He's not uh, really worried about these Imperial schmucks. Yeah, he's not really sparing too much of his thought on them, which I think is awesome. Vader's a badass. All right, so I'm going to generate the next uh, random page from Wikipedia. Here we go. This is quite bizarre. Derek, I'm going to send this to you so you can see the picture. Uh, it's got an interesting name in the link, so I'm excited uh, for this. Pizzazz number six. <laughs> That's P-I-Z-Z-A-Z-Z-6. It's the shortest article I've ever seen. Literally two With sentences. one of the most interesting pictures. It's Pizzazz <laughs> 6 is the sixth issue in the Marvel Comics popular Culture Monthly magazine. This issue was cover dated March 1978 and featured the continuation of the serialized Star Wars comic The Keeper's World. And literally it had the cover has nothing to do with Star Wars. It shows a dude with a cheetah over his shoulders. <laughs> yeah. And it just says Pizzazz. <laughs> It's a pretty it's baller like magazine ass. cover. <laughs> like this, yeah. I mean, it's a guy. It looks like, um, like Siegfried or Roy. It's. I don't think it's yeah. either of them. No, but yeah, it's also got Fonzie in it. <laughs> Outrageous. S- what is it? Oh, sci-fi by Isaac calendar. Asimov too. Maybe there's yeah. a short story by Isaac Asimov in it. Yeah, you think they'd put Star Wars on the cover? What's no? The- Star Wars is not even on the cover of this. Not even, but I'm going to click the Keeper's World because that's the thing that was published here. It was a serialized comic story published through nine issues of Marvel Comics magazine Pizzazz from October 1977 to June 1978. The story was reprinted in the UK and in the 1999 had a limited re-release. Interesting. So sometime after the Battle of Yavin, Luke and Leia travel towards the rebel base in the Acuria system to ensure against a sudden Imperial counterattack on Yavin 4. En route to the planet, a mistake by R2-D2, blah, 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 causes the ship to fly wildly off course. Uh, They encounter android children. 
Oh, interesting. Capable of controlling elements and a computerized keeper on a formerly war-torn world who enabled them to escape the Imperials. That is that is some deep legend stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, this is... A, a Luke and Leia space caper shortly after the Battle of Yavin. I mean, it sounds pretty good, to be honest. It sounds interesting. It sounds a little inconsequential to me, though, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but that's fun once in a while. Yeah, that's true. I mean, after the Battle of Yavin, they, you know... I can't believe Marvel Comics had a magazine called Pizzazz. Was maybe this was before they were publishing Star Wars comics? So there's this was a serialized comic in this comic or this magazine. Very interesting. They also, and the cover yeah. is just wacky, man. Yeah, apparently there were sixteen issues, and it contained uh, a three-page Star Wars comic in each issue, and it ended up publishing stu- two stories: the Keeper's World, which is what we were just talking about, and then the right. Kingdom of Ice. And the latter was and incomplete also, when the uh, magazine was canceled. But, oh man! But would later be completed in black and white. Interesting, and reprinted in color. Oh, okay. So we, we there's can... also uh, included an outrageous Fonzie calendar, so that's great. Oh, that's pretty awesome, man! In number six, so that's a collectible. The for late seventies, man! What a wild time! Getting Star Wars comics, Fonzie calendars, all in one magazine, dude. Dude, uh, throwing a cheetah. Oh yeah, he's shoulders. also wearing the yeah he's wearing the cheetah like a scarf, basically, <laughs> yeah, but... and it's a live he's carrying it o- a live cheetah over his shoulders. So go figure. All right, well there you go, Pizzazz Six. Yeah, this was a good find. This was a I'm good get find. This. That's a that's a great image. Ret- very <laughs> retro. I like the name Pizzazz. I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't see the Marvel logo anywhere on the cover. And um, nothing Star Wars. Nothing the only thing Star is sci-fi. Wars. Yeah. Wow. But Pizzazz. There you go. I don't know who would get a magazine called Pizzazz. I, I can see why it only ran for less Nobody than 16, got edi- 16 editions, <laughs> but. Uh, it was a good try. They got weird with it, and I and I like that. And now here we are today in 2021, blessed with this beautiful cover. I think covers yeah, like these are making a comeback, man. It's like vintage, retro, kind of outrageous. They should reprint this. <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should. Like this and Nintendo Power and all these other magazines should come back. I think the world's yeah, ready I, for like... Yeah, Nintendo oh. Power was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. I had a, a long-running subscription to Nintendo Power. For sure, for sure. Me too. So that that's kind of stuff needs to come back. Let's start with pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even in digital form, they could do it. I wonder why they don't. Or maybe they do. And maybe it does know. exist somewhere. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. But uh, for now, guys. With Nintendo Power, I know they uh, they switched all the writers and I think the ownership of the, of the what's it called? Uh, of the... Um, of the not of the magazine, it was still owned by Nintendo, but it was published by somebody else, I think. And I mm. I kind of dropped it after that because I some of the writers were gone. Not that that was a huge part of it, but there were people that you followed from uh, from edition to edition. So that was a little disappointing for me. Hmm. Interesting. I'm I'm seeing um, you can buy some vintage pizzazz magazines for twenty dollars on eBay. So it's a pretty good price. You know, all you collectors out there. Go for it. You gotta have. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this we're is ready yeah, for the I mean, next somebody's gonna deep need this. lore dive, guys. What do? Yeah, we you have? ready for it? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. This one is a really deep cut. It's um something called Netflix Inc. 
Oh, <laughs> Netflix Inc. But um, it's short. Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised. It's not even, even an, an article. article. No, it's got the history relationship with Lucasfilm. Um, as a part of the deal with the Walt Disney Company to become exclusive American subscription service for Lucasfilm. I didn't know that. Uh, beginning Wait, what in 2016. About New- what about Lucasfilm? The link you sent me does not show what you're saying. Go down to history. Go down to history. There's yeah, no it's history. Like there's only one thing on the page, Charles. It says the article you requested does not exist. And then there's the meme, perhaps the archives are incomplete. That's very strange. Let me Send me a the new link. link. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same exact link. That's weird. Oh, Netflix maybe because is from oh, I think there's. I, I think the link isn't putting the period in at the end. Okay, here um, we go. Here we go. Here we go. Netflix yeah. Inc. Okay. So as I was saying, um, as a in 2014, t- the Walt Disney Company was the ex- uh, net gave Netflix the exclusive American rights for all Lucasfilm stuff, and that's why the Clone Wars was on there. Basically. Nice. That is when I got into the Clone Wars. I remember I That's was in college deal. and all the yeah. episodes dropped on Netflix. And I was like, I know what's going on in the background while I'm doing homework. <laughs> all bajillion episodes of the Clone Wars, 121 episodes. Yeah, including the unreleased sixth season, by the way. So um, that was exciting. And then, oh, I totally forgot that. Solo and The Last Jedi were ever on Netflix. But I remember yeah, Rogue that. Rogue One and episode um, seven, right. eight, I think. That's so interesting. Or maybe it was, yeah, maybe nine, too. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's interesting but, uh, yeah, to they, remember, like, Disney testing the waters with all of these things and before going in house and doing it themselves. Yeah, they needed a little place to put all of these while they finished up Disney Plus. Uh, and those then were the like, days well, we when Netflix make the was money. the only one and you, the, everything was on there and it was cool. Nowadays, you got to yeah, go Well, everywhere. they could have went Hulu, but I guess they didn't want to. Too much competition. I Although guess. they bought Hulu. I guess not yet. Well, they but, have a well, they, they, piece of it. Like all the they, networks well, do. No, but I think because they bought um, Fox. Mm-hmm entertainment um they own the majority share of hulu i think right i remember when disney had the contract with netflix and it was a big deal when they chose like part of the contract was at a certain date and time they had the option to terminate the contract and they did and then people were like oh my god that means no more marvel shows uh no more you know disney's getting uh, star wars is getting pulled like all these things were happening and I liked the Netflix Marvel shows. I love Daredevil and I love Jessica Jones. And I like Luke Cage. Iron Fist I was alright. I didn't watch right. any of those. Dude, what, Jessica Jones is really good. And uh, so is... so is um, They're all good, but that, that one in particular was really good. Um, I'll check them out. I'm kind of superheroed out for a little bit. Yeah, I, I still have I gotta fair. finish Loki. I haven't finished Loki. I haven't I've avoided finished spoilers either. though. I haven't finished yeah. it either. I'm on the like the last episode, but yeah. So Netflix, there you go. Very exciting. I I almost I totally forgot that you could at one point watch like the recent Star Wars movies on Disney Plus, and I think that's Netflix. why Solo. 
Yeah, on Netflix. Thank you. And I think that's why Solo... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised yeah. <laughs> if they were on <laughs> Disney+. Plus. You know, they, they are. And I am I kind of remember Solo not being on Disney Plus for a hot minute because of that. Like, they was finishing its contract on Netflix or something like that. Yeah, maybe. I kind of remember that it's being about a the thing time. Uh, back in those early days. So, okay. Um, here is a really bizarre article that I don't know why anyone bothered to create bothered to create but let me send you the link oh come on well that's i i guess the netflix one has a little relevance this is less relevant than this this is less relevant than netflix i promise you so here is a wikipedia a star wars wikipedia article just for the word trachea which is part of the human anatomy located (laughs) in the throat each human had only a single trachea. When an individual was force choked, the trachea was often compressed, which could be fatal. And this is legend. This is not canon. I think it's important to know (laughs) (laughs) that tracheas are Nobody in canon. Wow. (laughs) Uh, So maybe that's a human, uh, an earth human uh, anatomy, and it's uh, anywhere in Star Wars canon. They're not, none of them have tracheas. That's good to know. (laughs) <laughs> well it's not also canon. what weird appearances they have yeah <laughs> like revenge of the sith novelization course Corscott knights 2 street of shadows mentioned only so what does that mean Corsot so in the knights, that it, kind of sounds like the series you pitched back in the day uh, with your uh noir especially style. streets of shadow that sounds yeah, like streets of shadows sounds follow cool. up I'm going to click that because... Right, hold on, we're going to check out that... But I'm, I'm still on the sources. So Star Wars, the role-playing game, and the Star Wars rules companion. What This is so... Why would somebody do this? <laughs> I have no idea. So in the early 2000s, there was a Coruscant Knights trilogy, um, which... Book. I guess it's a book. Paperback, yeah. Yeah, it's a paperback trilogy. Um written by michael reeves that follows the same core group of characters okay whatever whatever uh to set two months after revenge of the sith uh wow let's see it was okay um several characters reappear in the series but it doesn't say what it is about uh but you have to go to plot summary I, the page I'm on does not have that, but you, no. Here, I'll send it to you. But it sounds cool. With the Jedi all but wiped out in the grim aftermath of Order sixty six, the Empire's power seem seems unchecked. But one lone knight continues to fight the good fight against all odds when all else fails. Interesting. Oh, dude, deep in the bowels of Coruscant, Jedi Jax Pavin seeks out a living as a private investigator. What is this? Now a mysterious blah, 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 approaches Jax with a case that needs to be cracked. Dude, this is like the noir thing we were talking about. Uh, I. That's like almost exactly what I said, except it wasn't a Jedi, but I guess you have to make him a Jedi. Right, right, right. The investigation is soon. Uh, there's far more fishing monkey hunting for Jack. Did the game of Can Mouse? The, the clocks are too. How crazy! I mean, I yeah. guess somebody would have thought of it. 
What reading level is this? It kind of looks a little too young adult. I don't. I mean, it's hard to say these Star Wars covers. It looks like it's an adult thing. I mean, you're talking about someone getting murdered, and I don't know. Well, I mean, have you seen the movies? Force using bounty hunter Aura Singh is tasked by Vader to go to Imperial Center to hunt down Jax. Interesting. Yeah, man. I, it's you got know, a 3.8 on Goodreads, the first one. Not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. I wish... Does Goodreads tell you what reading level it is? Because this I is mean, literally it would if you give you the genre. And if it was YA, yeah. it would straight up say YA and the genre. I'm checking right now. If you guys haven't listened to the pitching um, Star Wars spinoff ideas, this mm-hmm. sounds like super similar to one, and I had no idea this existed. Yeah, I except mean, I, I still think my idea was a little better. It was a little more fleshed out. But. Yeah, I mean, this is more fleshed out. This is a whole trilogy of books that someone wrote. Okay, that's not what I meant. But mine was, was a little. I like your mine concept. was a little. Di- yeah, this it was one more seems a little too horror. lost in like the, all these very specific characters solving a very um, specific crime but yours there was, are overlaps it's yours not the was same more idea, focused on yeah. like the noir styles and the spookiness yeah, yeah, yeah. of right Mm-mm-mm-mm. but it is the same idea and i love and i love the idea of star wars coruscant knights interesting yeah i um i might pick this up I got. I mean, this Why is too not? close to something that I thought was a good idea. So there's a hardback three-in-one omnibus edition out there somewhere. Wow. So uh, there you go, guys. All from the Trachea page on Wikipedia. Thank goodness that exists. Uh, I have a feeling a force choke or or something to do with tracheas is going to come up in the uh, Star Wars Coruscant <laughs> Nights series. I, for one, am looking forward to that. That's a spoiler. I, I'm I want to see it the trachea mention there. Uh, if there is no mention of tracheas, then in someone the needs to update Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, mentioned only. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was only oh, mentioned, man. guys. Trachea did not make an appearance in the story. And this... I'm not seeing young adults, so maybe this is like a real book. Not that that's not a real book, but I might not go for it. I mean, it was straight up published. It's real. Series, yeah. I wonder how long this series is. It's three books. It's a trilogy. Yeah, but I think it's a trilogy in a series. No idea. Oh, yeah, it's it's preceded by quite... Oh, man. The lore goes deep, guys. Almost as deep it just, as Coruscant's underworld. Oh, maybe this is just chronologically preceded by? I don't know, man. Yeah, I think you could start the story at this Coruscant Knights number one here and uh, go from there. But sounds cool, worth checking out. Yeah, really. This was a good find. Along the vibes of what you were preaching the whole time, which is kind of cool. And, uh, yeah, super cool. I think it is your turn now after I drew Trachea. Good luck beating that. Uh, I know you tried with <laughs> Netflix, but um, you're going to have to do go. better than that. What do we have? Oh, man. We're not, doing, we're not doing so hot. So we have the Slashing Wampa. The, the Slashing, slashing Wampa. Wampa was a... 
Oh, Terra Terras uh, Terracasi move named uh-huh. after the Wampa of Hoth. So is this appearances Darth Maul Shadow Hunter? Terra Terras Kasi or Steel Hand in basic was an unarmed combat discipline created sometime prior to whoa uh, 3678 BBY so this is old school on the planet Bunduki by the <laughs> followers of Palawa mm-hmm. interesting so there was a war involving the Jedi Council the followers of Palawa created Teras Kasi solely to fight the Jedi. So I guess, wow, this persisted into the minds of the Sith, and they used it to fight Jedi, unarmed. Interesting. Some lightsaber duelists used Terakasi techniques in combat, most notably Darth Maul. Jedi Master Anun This is Legends, by Bandara. the way. This is not, um, yeah, this is no. not canon. Jedi Master, this guy was also a Terakasi practitioner. Plo Koon believed was believed to be a practitioner as well, since he mastered um, at he was a master at hand to hand combat. Wow! So it persisted into the modern Star Wars era, and it's thousands of years old. Yeah, Terakasi is canon, uh, but the and it means that Wampas have been around for. Thousands of years as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very interesting to see who knows these moves. Oh, charging Wampa, but where's slashing Wampa? Well, um, slashing Wampa is one move of the Terrace. Right, but I saw the list of moves. Of the charging Wampa involves charging at your opponent, attempting to hit them in the jaw, followed by a simultaneous hit of both arms on the opponent's neck. Okay, interesting. But it doesn't say what the slashing one is. But uh, No, there was very little on that page. That was about it. Practitioners include, like you said, Darth Maul. But I see Han Solo listed here. Wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's got a... Oh, there is a canon page. I'm switching over to canon. Let's see what this says. There's also it, it. It originated from Darth Maul Shadow Hunter, which is also a novel by Michael Reeves, who wrote the Coruscant trilogy. Um, that takes place right. Bef- it's the precursor to Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, which is interesting. It coincided with the 2012 theatrical re-release of The Phantom Menace in 3D. So that is interesting. Um, Darth Ma- oh, go for it. So, uh, Terakasi was taught to remember in Solo, um, Kira. Um, yeah. What's uh, Han Solo's love interest? Yes. She her fighting style was Terakasi, Terakasi. Oh, cool. Because Darth Maul it's trained. Like a- um, that android-like oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he trained her. Well, I don't know if we want to and spoil I, when so she well. was, <laughs> I, if, yeah, Whatever. We're on the lore <laughs> dive. 
<laughs> the elite uh, guards of the First Order were also trained it because Sith ties, Royal Emperor guards. Uh, wow. So this has come up a few times, mostly in Star Wars A Solo Story. Nice, pretty cool. Nice, nice. And there's nothing in... I'm pretty sure you could probably, if you want to, make it your headcanon, keep all of the legend stuff... Uh, canon. That's what I'm going to do, basically, because it doesn't contradict anything. They just separate what's been actually brought over and then the background stuff. So I think it's that's kind of my thought process when bringing legend legends into stuff. If nothing contradicts it, I go with it. Right, right, right. Interesting. Yeah, very cool. Cool. Yeah, and the, and we get a lot of this. And we get this novelization about Darth Maul, which is also fascinating. But I think we've said it all. You know, a cool martial art combat style. Yeah. Uh, origin. The striking Sarlacc. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some interesting names here. Very interesting names. Uh, let's see. The Death Weave, Gorak Smash, Gronda Stomp. Rancor Rising, Riding Bantha. The, the Gundark Slap. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. So let's go ahead and generate. Oh, best uh, practitioner. Stormtrooper 17786 Ooh, is my favorite. There he is. Uh, that's exciting. Good old Stormtrooper 17786. Uh his picture is just a really zoomed in stormtrooper helmet <laughs> and it's kind of blurry it's pretty funny <laughs> but he knows martial arts oh wait hold on 17786 first appeared in the star wars fighting game star wars master of the terracasi as a secret character what is <laughs> this was a game oh, is this, is this one the of their heck? platform fighters when it was on the PlayStation, and it's got a billing name, Terracasi. A, a fighting game released on PS PS One. Wow. I wonder if people. Oh my God! Secret characters: Darth Vader, Leia in bikini, Stormtrooper, Mara Jade, and then Boba Luke. We get some normal characters. Wow! Wasn't this the platform? I've never heard of this game. That was featured in like, I, I in like a bunch of YouTubers played it. Wasn't it like really bad? <laughs> oh, I have no idea. Maybe mm, it's possible. It's possible. Okay. Well, what? It does look like a traditional fighting game. Oh. It's got bad reviews. Oh, wait. <laughs> IGN, 4 out of 10. Oh, no. eBay comes up right away is 4.3 out of 5. But then 73% of Google users like the game. Hmm. So we have no good information, really. Yeah, jury's out on this one. Oh, AVGN did it back in 2017. Okay, that could be what I'm trying to remember. I might watch that later. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. Wow. Who would have known that an obscure fighting style has 
its own video game. Who would have thought? It's pretty cool. Very interesting. Well, I've got a new uh, article generated here, and this one is canon. So you're going to want to take a look. Oh, wait. Hold oh. on. Just so we have a, a read on the game. Another bad a bad Star Wars game has emerged. So I don't think AVGN uh, approves. <laughs> so it's probably a bad fighting game. I mean, he doesn't play <laughs> games that make him happy, you know. <laughs> it's not the point. Of- He's played games that are good before. <laughs> he doesn't just play bad games. Just saying. Well, I, there is a chance. i got to check him out, see what he's up to. I haven't seen a video of his in quite a while. This is from 2017, so it's not ancient, but I he does movies a lot now, I think. I haven't watched much. Right, right. Not in years, probably. Me neither, me neither. But he is vintage YouTube. But now I have a reason OG. to go back. So what we've... Yeah, he's okay. We've got a canon article here, uh, Protostar, which is a kind of celestial object. Ooh. And while the 2017 reference title, Star Wars Made Easy states that the celestial object that the Alliance fleet gathered before was a protostar. The 2020 reference title, the Star Wars book, states that the fleet was gathered at the edge of the galaxy in view of the latter celestial object that was previously established to be a protostar. Interesting. So was it a protostar or is it not a protostar, people? We need to know. Um, I believe that is retconned, it sounds like. So... Let's see. And we're talking about the classic picture of Luke putting his arm over Leia's shoulder next to C-3PO and R2 at the very end. And they're looking out at something with a, a basically um, like a accretion disc looking thing. Mm-hmm. And it could be depending. Yeah, it could just be a spinning vortex of gas around this object. Or it could be the... No, this has to be a star. That makes no sense. That's not how galaxies work. The ver- gathered at the edge of the galaxy. No, that's impossible. Yeah, th- because <laughs> if this was the e- if they were looking at the galaxy they're from, they would be a ridiculous distance from it, like a ridiculous <laughs> distance from it. And on top of that, there is I'm pretty I'm not sure if it's canon, but in Legends, there is a galactic barrier outside of the Star Wars galaxy that makes it very, very hard to get outside of it and very, very hard to get into it. So I don't think these uh, nerds in a little uh, cruiser got this far out into the middle of nowhere. This is a protostar. I don't (laughs) buy the other. Yeah. Because then these, I mean, so you look at these things, they would be individual stars in there. That would be like looking at a galaxy through a telescope. Not a chance. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are team. This would be trillions of light years away. <laughs> we are team no. protostar. It is canon. This is what we want for it. I mean, you're looking at the picture right here, clear as day. We'll have to share it with everybody. It's from The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, this is a good... Uh want to throw out on the whatever it's called twitter <laughs> but this could be the episode protostar i think yes so there we go um we may have time for one more two more depending on how spicy of an article we get uh would you do us the honors of pulling up another 
Hang on, I'm just looking to see if they have a picture of what the Star Wars galaxy looks like. I believe it is. See, and now it says on galaxy, the picture is the same picture, and it says the galaxy. That's impossible. <laughs> oh, my this is This is trash. I might change this. I might make an account to change this. This is not but credible. This was a 2020 reference book called The Star Wars Book. But it literally, but there's absolutely no way that could happen. That is too far away, and they can't get out of the. Nah. But this whole barrier thing is not legend, is not canon, dude. This is we need to get the Star oh Wars. Oh my god, book, what is man. it called? Twenty twenty. They no settled this. This is a trash book. <laughs> but still, that so that would take even at light speed, it would take a ridiculous amount of time to get that far. And there's no hyperspace lanes out there. I don't know if you could just hyperspace through the void. This is. Um, what is it called? Star Wars? I'm going to just... Give me a sec. Galactic Barrier. Derek is has very strong opinions about whether this is a protostar Very or not. strong. He is pro-protostar. And I will... I'm not even pro. The other one is literally impossible. <laughs> it's too far away. I will ride with you on this one, man. <laughs> okay, the Galactic Barrier is canon. So... Oh... But it is a little different, I believe, than in Legends. So it's only at the galaxy's western edge. And I'm not sure where they would be looking in. But that it's too far away. There's got to be a discussion about this somewhere. I am not, like, the only person to think of this. <laughs> it's funny that they use the same image. Uh... Well, I guess that's canon now. But that's so impossible. Yeah, the book sounds cool, though. Star Wars experts writing a comprehensive guide of the Star Wars saga. Unless it's a very small galaxy. The galaxy, science and technology, the Force, the Skywalkers, galactic governments and their dissidents, and galactic denizens. Huh. Hang on, one more. The thing. book shows an image of now, a proto okay. so I, I, the fourth division was viewing, and states that it was the galaxy viewed from a distance. Interesting. Okay, but my my scale, like so, the Star Wars galaxy is a little bigger than the Milky Way across, I believe, and so that means you could see the entire galaxy. In a window. So that, I mean, that it would have to be like a ridiculous distance away. Because, I, I mean, I don't know if billions is right. That's what I said before. But the galaxy is about 120,000 light years wide. I mean, if you go, and that's, if you go to the Star Wars book Wikipedia page and then you go down to continuity, that's the first thing it says. It says it's... The book shows an image of a protostar uh, and states that it was the galaxy viewed from a distance. So I think Wikipedia is calling it out and saying that that's a continuity error, that it is not the galaxy, even though the book states it is. But that's right, but that's right on the Wikipedia article. They're using the same picture. I mean, is that just a picture of a protostar in the galaxy so they could use literally anything? I think but the book says it uses that picture and calls it the edge of the galaxy, and Wikipedia is saying it's a protostar. 
is what it looks like. Yeah, to me. they didn't they didn't fact check that. Yeah, it looks like this book well. may have some factual errors in it, guys. I don't know. Publication date October. But Wikipedia does too, really. Well, the book just mentions that, that it says wrong. it in both, but it's under the Protostar page. I think Wikipedia's Team Protostar. I believe that, but then the Galaxy page has that as the top picture. Oh my goodness, Wikipedia needs to retain that image. I know. That's bad. I mean, like I said, anything in the Galaxy could be relevant to that picture, but that is... that I, I know it's it's not right. And I know none of you care about Guys, this at right, all. you're congressmen. <laughs> we need to get the picture for the Galaxy. What page is it that it's incorrect? Is it the Galaxy page? Yeah, it's on the Galaxy page. Wow. Yeah, that's slash the understore galaxy. So everybody, uh, wow, toss that page. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> okay, so I know nobody but me cares about that, so we'll move on. So, uh, yeah, let's do one more. Whose turn is it? Uh, yours, mine. I think it's yours. Protostar was mine. Protostar was mine, guys, and we're going to do one more, whatever Derek draws. I'm glad you brought that to my attention. Yeah, well, it's something that needs to be Ooh, settled. Okay. It... Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a Sloop Racer. Sloop Racer. Ooh, I love me yeah. some different speeder ships in Star Wars. Unfortunately, no picture, though. No picture. A recreational yeah. vehicle. Yeah, you want to read that? I'm going to try to a find a picture of a sloop racer, racer. was a type of pleasure craft, presumably designed for racing, and have powerful engines. It says could have powerful engines and lightly built structural frames. <laughs> like it's possible. I mean, it doesn't say, but both features that aided speed. But it was necessary to balance the two in order to achieve a viable design. Okay. For a f- so, I mean, there's no picture, but you can. Um, racing a racing sloop is a type of ship. So picture it's like a a smallish yacht. So I guess a space yacht, not too big, but made to uh, made for speed. They say it's not clear whether it is a boat, an aircraft, a spaceship, or even ground transport. So they do not know. Uh, it doesn't get a lot of mentions. Uh, oh, somebody did a a cool artist rendition. Of a sloop race, but uh, they made it up. Yeah, they made it up though. I mean, someone's got to. Yeah, apparently it was part of the New Jedi Order Dark Tide One Onslaught, a Legends novel. Uh, the novel was first published in two thousand. Interesting. Force, uh, Jaden Solo said Force Sensitive would have a great time handling this craft. Okay, so it was a throwaway line in a deep legends novel. Yeah. It's probably like a, a different part of the galaxy pod race type thing, you know? Could be over water, could be in the air, could be on land. Uh, too bad there's no picture. I, I always like seeing new Star Wars ships. Even if it's a literal ship. Right. This dude was writing a novelization and just mentioned a kind of ship that doesn't exist anywhere else in Star Wars as a passive comment. Yeah. He was like, oh, like a sloop racer. It's like, okay. 
uh, whatever you say. Yeah, I mean, think about how many planets there are. One, they some little planet has a body of water where they decided, hey, this is how we're going to race on a very light race. It's probably it sounds little pod racery that you could, you can't put powerful engines on it because it's going to destroy the whole thing. Yeah, it sounds to me like a fast motorized like boat kind of thing. Uh, or hoverboat. Hoverboat. Yeah, something like that. I'm thinking so you know in uh Return of the Jedi uh Jabba's pleasure cruiser. Yeah, yeah. You know the little ones oh, that like follow like it. I'm picturing that, but like if you strip it Spoiler. down and make a hot rod yeah. version of it. Yeah. <laughs> But like, and have the engine sticking out, like a cross between that and a pod racer, okay. and it stays really low, like a land speeder, and that kind of, and they race them. I'd give that, that a try. Cool. You know, I'm not force sensitive, but yeah. I could still give it a go. Well, that's why, uh, um, you know, it's canon that Anakin was good at that because he was force sensitive, and no other humans would really pod race. Other, you needed more reaction time, and other aliens had. Um, better reaction times than humans wow that's true that's true and i mean that's why anakin was such a great pod racer yeah um but yeah not that there weren't other human pod racers but they i don't think they lived that long right i think he's like one of the only ones that could do it um which is interesting and uh yeah yeah. well that was even once a bulba tries to cheat he still gets ahead of the race you know Sebulba. I got my little Annie action Oh, there he is. Nice. He looks ready to go. One of the things I remember from uh, Phantom Menace that has always stuck with me was when Kid Anakin is speaking to Sebulba in the alien language. He's like, Zuka Zuka Tawa. (laughs) 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 It's a great line. Zuka Zuka Tawa. (laughs) Yippee. Oh, of course. Yippee is a classic. With the amazing ADR technology that they had. <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> uh, so you said you wanted to do another one? Yeah, let's even it out. Okay, okay, okay. We'll even it out, we'll even it out. I'll do one more here, pulling it up. Random page. Wikipedia deep lore dive into Star Wars. Here we go. Uh, this also says that it's canon. So here we go, sharing it with the crew here. The name, okay, this oh, is LFA, a business operating in Salukami Town that was advertised by a glowing sign. And it says the name of the business was developed by R. Arbrush letters written on a billboard in Cut and Run, which is a Bad Batch episode. Interesting. The second huh. episode of the Bad Batch. Although the billboard can be seen in the episode, the letters identifying the business aren't visible. The name was later revealed in a concept art image included in the episode guide for Cut and Run on StarWars.com. So someone took all the billboards that were shown in that episode and translated them because there is a canon alphabet uh, for Star Wars. And it's just a business yeah. called LFA. <laughs> when you see the the Star Wars looking language that you can't read, that's what this looks like. You you know it. You've seen it all. 
Right. So what is the LFA, guys? What is it? One of Bad Batch's mysteries? You know, who is Omega? What is her purpose? Uh, What are the Kaminoans going to do to survive in the Empire? What is the LFA? These are things that we need to know. Yes. And just so you guys, if you've watched The Bad Batch, which you should if you haven't, Mm. Um, this is the town in the very uh, beginning where they land and I think they get out of there right away. It's a very dusty, deserty looking town. And then the rest of the episode, um, they uh, they meet up with Cut. I but think also, don't they us. like get in line to get there to go to board the ship? And isn't that like a metro? I think that's isn't that on the other planet? I think this is um, the very beginning of the episode. They land and then get the heck out of there because they don't have any chain codes. Hmm. And then they meet up with Cut on ha- that planet, oh, and then that's where right, they get in right. line. And then they do like the whole jailbreak situation. Not jailbreak, but the spoilers. Uh, but yeah, I agree. Well, I didn't spoil anything. No, you didn't. You didn't. But um, yeah, Cut and Run was so a good a episode, and I don't remember the neon signs, but I'm glad that we've had them translated. I'm just, I'm just going in my mind. LFA, LFA. What is it? And what does it mean? Does it mean the, like the Leia, uh, Leia Falcon, uh, Academy? (laughs) It it could, so it was a bit, it's just a random business. It's probably a bar. (laughs) It's probably just a little crappy space bar. (laughs) I wonder what they sold. Who's to say? Hopefully not death sticks or anything like that. Oh, no death sticks. No, I don't think they'd be publicly oh, advertising you... that, honestly. Um, In the Outer Rim? You never oh, know. That's true. That's true. Oh, these are big. I wish, so I. Oh, this picture is cut off. I wanted to see exactly which sign it is. Oh, here we go. 4A on the picture. So it's that little one. Somebody found this and translated <laughs> it. So small. Oh, but one of them says Southern best. We buy, sell, and trade. Off-world travel, farming supplies, outland supplies. Some of them actually say things. Isn't that a pretty amazing? Yeah. So LFA. Yeah, I mean it's a language. So one of the things I like about it's Star cute. Wars um, is that it's kind of one of the ways to get. Around, I don't know if we've talked talked about this on the show, mm-hmm. but they get around. Um, not plot holes but like inconsistencies like yeah in star wars there's no const yeah there's no well translation inconsistencies like there's no they don't speak english in they don't uh, in star wars land they don't write in english we're interpreting the story being told it to us through an english lens or any other you know human language our earth language so that's why you know there's no um when they say i think han solo a couple times says hell there's no word for hell in star wars because they don't have that that's not how their religions work or they have similar things but it's not called hell but we're hearing things like that because it's through a a story and where it's being interpreted for us and that's something where you see the yeah it's with the arbrush letters and it's, it's a cool little factoid. Yeah, and props to the animators and to all the people creating these things that they would actually go back mm-hmm. and create these signs that just exist in the background for a blip of time in an episode of The Bad Batch that they then like 
put into a graphic that then gets translated and put on Wikipedia. Where, what other community other than Star Wars would do such a thing? Isn't that what the Wikipedia deep dives are for? So that we can appreciate these finer details in Star yeah. Wars lore that we may not ever really observe directly but we're taking it in and it's adding to this beautiful ethos that is star wars that we that we love and and that fodders so much great storytelling like the bad batch which you guys should be watching so i would absolutely agree and i think it stands for the lucky friends academy (laughs) the lucky friend uh the 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 um yeah something like that the lando falcon academy (laughs) uh something like that who knows who knows but maybe maybe we'll get more there's still you know two more episodes of bad batch left maybe i don't think the lfa is (laughs) maybe it'll all come full circle you know (laughs) they meet up with somebody in 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 the lfa maybe but maybe it's like Maybe it's like accounting. Maybe it's something super boring. <laughs> I mean, we'll never know. We'll never I'll know. tweet. I'm going to tweet Filoni. What the? What's what's LFA? Yeah, tweet at Filoni. What's the LFA? Show all the signs. I need and be like, we hey, need answers. Uh, in in episode two of the Bad Batch, cut and run. You introduced in season one, a, episode two. You introduced a new business advertising on Selukami called the LFA. <laughs> uh, what does that mean? <laughs> And does it have any I'm, The thing is, I'm actually going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to answer. But yeah, I'm going to do someone it. Someone might. Someone oh might. Oh, my God. Um, but I... for now, guys, look, that's what these lore dives are for. Uncovering some of these unsung heroes of Star Wars lore, including signage in a brand new TV show, guys. Bad Batch. These are in Bad Batch. These are being aired this year. So this is new. This is exciting. And I, I learned a whole lot today. Yeah, and we ended on a uh, an article that tied us back to the Bad yep. Batch. That's Bad Batch Tuesday coming fast. We only got two more left. I can't even believe it. So, guys, be sure to watch yeah. the Bad Batch on Friday and then check in on Bad Batch Tuesday for our episode discussion. You're not going to want to miss it. Yeah, finale time. Finale time, everybody. But until then... So, I guess see you guys next... Oh, wait, I had a question for you guys. So this time we didn't do the Six Degrees to Vader. Oh, yeah. Let yeah. us know if you guys... Do you like that more? Do you like... I think we got an extra couple of articles. Joint. Oh, yeah, you're right. Vader was too easy. Uh, it was six... Yeah, you're right. Um, we got a couple of article, extra articles in doing this versus spending a little time trying to get from uh, the article to... B1 Battle Droid in a the smallest amount of clicks as we mm. could. Uh, which you like more? We could do this way, the other way, some different way. Let, Let us, us know. know. I think this Roger, way Roger works. Pod. You know, maybe if we ever did a video segment of this to show off these articles, we can do a, a click navigation thing because I do think it's a fun idea. But um, I think yeah. in podcast format, this was great. But you know, let us know. We're always down to. It's going to be gonna great. Be great. It's going to be great. Always down to take notes <laughs> and make adjustments based off of. The fan feedback. So let us know, guys, over on Roger Roger Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's the best way to reach us. Yep. But until next time, guys, we're going to just sit in a dark room until Friday and we can watch Bad Batch. Uh, I watch it with the lights off, too. 
yeah, yeah. That's the best way to view it. Especially like some of these episodes get real dark. You know, they they really want to utilize the most of modern televisions <laughs> with, with this this black scaling technology. Yeah, but I mean, if you have your lights on, like it's a sometimes it's a little too dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the clarity is there, but it is uh, it is dark. It, yeah, it's, but it's, yeah. Yeah, you know, with these modern TVs, you can do anything. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I think we've done it all. Roger, Roger Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out. Thank you for listening and being part of these crazy deep lore shenanigans. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Goodbye. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger, Roger. Roger.